Welcome to Life Well Spent with Garrett and Amber. I'm Garrett. I'm Amber. Oh, hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. This is our first ever podcast, so be nice. Please. Be nice. Don't be mean. <laughs> Don't be mean. No. Uh, anybody listening to this, we appreciate you checking it out. Uh, so, why are we doing this? Why? Why? You, you tell me. Why would we do this to anybody? <laughs> I, COVID's brought us to the point where it's just time to do a podcast. I'm surprised not everybody in the world does one. Most everybody does, but I think there might be like, you know, I don't think my mom has a podcast. If, no. she, if she does, I'm going to be upset that she hasn't told me. <laughs> um, no, so we, uh, so we had this just incredibly unoriginal idea uh, that for uh, October... We would watch 31 horror movies, and we posted these little kind of review videos on Facebook, but they're like a minute long, and I didn't get to talk enough, which is, I'm kind of an introvert, so it's rare for me, but we've been watching these fun horror movies, and we thought, well, shit, like, let's let's sit down, catch up with each other. Uh, and you like to get into the nitty-gritty of I, the movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like a movie snob by any means. I, I love all the Avengers movies, so like I don't have the, you know, but you most find it elite fun, of, I feel like, yes. to like pick apart oh, different pieces of the movie. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. So, uh, so yeah, we wanted to do that, and we've been talking about doing a podcast for a while. Uh, something that uh, Amber and I were married, in case you don't know us, which it's the first episode, and we're just a so couple randos. You, know <laughs> you probably know us. You probably know us. But if you don't, we're, we're married. 10 years now, and we don't take in a lot of media together. I know there's some couples, like my parents did it, where you sit down and, in my parents' example, like tonight we're watching The Nanny, and they'd watch The Nanny together, but like we don't really do that. We kind of have different interests. I think we have different tastes in media, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm kind of obsessed with trash TV and reality TV, and that's not uh-huh. quite your thing, for not obvious quite. reasons. Not quite. <laughs> Yeah. But, Although you have been some, watching something I like recently, but we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's I can't really get into reality TV, and then of course I, I I'm well, I don't know why I said of course. Again, you guys probably know me, but uh, I love board games. That's a big thing, and God bless you. You try to get into them with me sometimes, but like, you know, Gloomhaven is kind of a, a big one that I've been into that has a lot of rules. Like, I'm into big rules games and. I mean, not only you, but like I've tried to get my brother into them, and if I don't do a good enough good enough job of explaining it, like it's no fun. So I'm into that stuff. I love video games, which I've you know I've tried mm-hmm. on multiple occasions to get you into. Which I you know I feel like tip my little toe in that water every yeah. once in a while, but and of course you don't have to. Like no. there's your life is fine <laughs> without video games. Um, it's, you know, so we, we try to kind of get each other into things every once in a while. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But we thought, hey, this would be a fun way for us to catch up on things that we've been into. We both talk- like horror movies mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and we're going to talk about some of the movies we watched this week uh, and, you know, things that we've been into lately and things that are coming up. Uh, it's, it's not, you know, it ain't rocket math. It's, it's just going to be us kind of talking about fun stuff. So, uh, You're in for a trip. This will be fun. Yes, yeah. It should be a good time. It's, it's not going to be too intense. And uh, so what's something that you're, like, I, I brought up the new 
oh, reality the, TV show you've been watching. Yeah. So um, we have Netflix and what is it? Dragula? Uh, so, it's it's oh, the brothers' names, right? The brothers. The Is it Blatton? Blatton Brothers Dragula. I don't know. I yeah. Know. Oh, God. Sounds right. I should know this. Close enough. Um, which is, is fun. You know, I, I love drag and I love the art behind it and everything. And so this one's more like the creepy, like gory side of um, a contestant show that they're, you know, doing the makeup and the outfits and they're creating everything themselves. And they give them like a, you know, a um, category every week that they have to stick with. And then that's what they judge, judge them on, right. you know, um, which is a lot of fun. So, and you, you have watched a couple episodes with me. Uh, yeah, I think I've gotten through two full episodes. Mm-hmm. I I came in at the ass end of one. I don't remember what, what it was. If it was... Uh, I don't think it was the super villain one. There was one that I watched. The full episode was a D&D themed one. Which was perfect for you to yeah. watch. Yeah. Like, that's I, I, that's I don't, in your real house. I don't play a ton of D&D, but I, I love it. Like I listen to a ton of D&D podcasts, which isn't... I mean, it is as sad as it sounds, but like, get off my back. <laughs> Um, I just, I love, you know, that, that world and the ability to kind of create your own, uh, fiction. So yeah. And the outfits were incredible. Um, but a couple moments that caught up or like really caught me off guard was, you know, it's these, these people that, uh, are in this drag world and I don't know what, uh, all of their, their gender identities are or their sexual orientation doesn't matter. It's still kind of a fringe culture, so they really talk about, you know, some of the dark places they've been in their life and they kind of come together. And that seems to be a big component of... And support each other. Yeah. That was one thing that I thought was really cool is that they all have very similar stories to mm-hmm. a point, but then they uplift each other. You know, if somebody's feeling really down and, and, you know, kind of thinking about how they grew up and, you know, maybe their parents didn't accept them for who they were. You know, they had their, their friends there to say, you know, you're amazing. Look at where you are you are now. You know, right. you do this so well. You're very artistic. You're, I mean, it's yeah. it's just, it's so cool. I yeah. just love that whole it, culture. I mean, there, there's still the drama aspect. I feel like you can't really do a show like that without the, you know, this person's pissing me off or this person is the or whatever. The whole, like, makes good TV yeah. scenes. Yeah. But, like, when it really gets into that sort of stuff, like, they're extremely supportive, which, like... Uh, I just about brought me to tears a couple times, which isn't very hard. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was it was just super nice. Like it was genuine support because most everybody in that room had been through something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that. I dug that a lot. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, what is the other show? Um, RuPaul's Drag Race. I haven't we're, watched yet. Yeah, we were talking about that. Um, that that's got to be like twelve seasons deep or something, it's, right? It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. But this one's just so different because it's more, you know, Halloween, creepy, yeah. scary based, which I did. Yeah. The end of the episode I caught was the, uh, like the, the rock and roll show. Cause it had, yes. uh, it had, oh, what was his name? <laughs> I, almost, I almost called him Seth Rollins. That's a, that's a WWE <laughs> wrestler. Um, which band was he in? I... Oh my God. He started a uh, black flag. He had his own band with his name. So it's really embarrassing that I can't remember. It's, it's Rollins. Whatever. You, you probably know. Yeah, yeah. Hit me up in the comments. I don't know how podcasts work. <laughs> email me, I guess. And we are going to set up an email. Um, yeah, that's that's good. Mind if I get into something I've been into? Yeah. So uh, a buddy of mine, shout out to uh, my buddy Mitch, helped me set up a, like build a new PC like a month ago. And so I've been getting into Steam like crazy. Probably too much, to be frank. But uh, uh, the new... 
Oh, I don't even remember what it's called. It's an X-Wing game. The new, if you know, you know. It's the new X-Wing game. Uh, just came out on Friday. We're recording on a Sunday. And a couple of my friends were talking about getting into it. Like, they've played a lot of the tabletop X-Wing TIE Fighter games. And so I thought, you know, uh, whatever. I'll get into it. And it's it's fun. And like every other online game, I'm bad at it. Like, I'm not good. <laughs> but it, it doesn't matter because it's just... Like, you know, I've got kind of newer, nicer stuff. Not super nice. Like, it's all pretty basic for a gaming PC, but it's still... But it's not 10 years old. Exactly. I'm used to, like, old technology. Mm -hmm. So, this one, yeah, like, just, it's a beautiful game. It's gorgeous. And it's just, it's intense and fun. And, uh, yeah, that's been, you know, I hop on every once in a while. I still, like... I'm an old man. I mean, rel- relatively speaking. But the cool thing is, there's a lot of other old men out there that are still playing these games. You know, I'm part of the. I'm 34. In case again, if you don't know me, and if you don't know me, like, welcome, I guess. But why? Like, <laughs> thank you, but I'm not sure why. Uh, you're listening to this, but uh, you know, 34. Th- that's kind of the the generation that started growing up with it. I'd say like anywhere from 38 to you know, 30 is really when things started to pick up with the, uh, the super NES and, um, Genesis and the, uh, um, yeah, like those systems really kind of became powerhouses, uh, when I was a kid and I would watch my brother play games because he was the older brother. So he got to call the shots. I'd, I'd play some games, but it was a lot of watching him and, um, oh my God, I've been talking for two minutes and I don't know where I was going (laughs) and we're not editing. We're not editing this, but just, uh, you know, I talk about like, I feel like such an old man, but there's tons of people out there, uh, similar situations, you know, that they get off their nine to five job or whatever. And they want to kind of turn down and relax and, uh, they'll play these games, you know, and then every once in a while I'll just get roasted by a 12 year old, which is, you know, that is what it is. Gaming should be for everybody. I can get them. Or you want to get them? Amber's letting one of the dogs in. The fun thing about this podcast is you're going to hear dogs. You're going to hear Cash, our son. Um, This is not a professional outfit. So that's been the main thing that I've really been into is that X-Wing game and that uh, board game Gloomhaven. They've got a PC game. that's in. Do you have a tag name in case somebody wants to play with you on it? Oh. Oh, I don't know. My name's Gurrit Turret on there. Um, you might be able to find me that way. I'm new to this stuff, guys. So uh, we're going to set up an email address, uh, lifewellspent at uh, yahoo.com, probably, something like that. Once we lock it down, we'll, uh, we'll let you know. But uh, hit me up there, and I'll try to give you my information. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm down to playing with anybody. I don't take it too seriously, and I'm not very good. So if that's, if that's your speed... Let's do it. Let's be mediocre together. <laughs> and uh, uh, I wrote out some little show notes just to keep us on track. I wrote favorite thing of all time. I don't know if you can really make a favorite thing of all time. Lasagna. That's your favorite thing Done. of all Move time. It. <laughs> <laughs> of all time. It's up there. He's a simple man. It's up there. Oh, since I was a baby. Yeah, lasagna. Love it. That is your favorite. Love it. That'd be hey. your favorite food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, the thing is very broad. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what's a favorite thing of yours of all time? 
of all time. Our son. Hey, wow. <laughs> I shouldn't have gone first. That was a trap I set up for myself. You set that mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Oh, funny. Well, let's go over our horror movie He's recap. good. He's good, but is he layers of noodles and cheese and meat? No, he's just a sweet young man. Oh. All right, so uh, now's the portion of the show where we're going to kind of get into the horror movies that we watched this week. So we just started on the first. We're recording this on the fourth. So we've watched... We're going to watch the fourth horror movie later today, but we've watched three horror movies so far. Uh, the first one, like, don't be mad at us. We know it's not a horror movie. We just thought it'd be kind of funny and cheeky. So the first movie we watched was The Social Dilemma. Uh, it's on Netflix. You probably heard about it from your parents and your grandparents. Um, it's very popular. Uh, it's been scaring a lot of people yeah, away yeah. from technology. And uh, second one we watched was You Should Have Left. We watched that on a Friday. It was uh, Kevin Bacon and... Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, I think that one was like a Apple original thing, maybe. I don't know. And we may or may have not watched it on Apple. Don't, don't tell the feds. <laughs> and uh, last night we watched Phantasm, a 1979 classic horror movie. And then uh, later today we're going to watch... Uh, what are we going to watch? Stigmata. Stigmata, thank you. That's got Patricia Arquette <clears throat> and some other people. I haven't watched it since I was like 14. So, I've never seen it, yeah. so I'm curious. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll record next week and we'll let you know what our impressions are. But uh, So let's get into them. Social Dilemma. We I gave it like a, like our, our rating is uh, watch it enthusiastically, watch it, you know, trepidatiously, or mm-mm, mm-hmm. like skip it. At least I, I would, I'd skip it. If I had a chance to do it over, I'd skip it. I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. Yeah, yeah. if you want to watch it, watch it. If you don't, that's fine, yeah. too. We're just saying our, our and, own personal opinions. Yeah, right? and if you are if you just love You Should Have Left, like you're so horny for You Should Have Left, like that's great. Like love the movies you love. This is just our own impressions of it. That doesn't take anything away from any media somebody loves or hates or doesn't really care about. Like it's... You know, this is just something fun for us to do to, you know, again, something to keep us coming together and hanging out more um, and having a good time. So anyways, sorry, uh, tangent, the social dilemma I gave like a like, ah, watch it, I guess. I, guess I say what? watch it. You say watch it? I do. Yeah. I mean, even though you didn't quite care for the whole like drama portions of yeah, the movie. Yeah. Which was, I felt like you didn't need it in there. It could have been more of like documentary documentary there it is um you know form of movie but i think that it's worth watching just so you know kind of what's going on behind the scenes when it comes to social media right that way you can kind of take it for what you want you can kind of you know almost censor yourself the way you want to yeah and for anybody out there that already kind of knows you know every about how social media is designed you know it's kind of like a slot machine but on your phone you know, if you read books about it, uh, if you're otherwise educated, you're good. Like, I don't know that this will bring anything new to the table for you, uh, but... If you're addicted to your phone and addicted to the apps, kind of like myself, yeah. I find that I'm a little bit more addicted than you. Yeah, I, I did. Well, I turned on the monitoring thing telling me how often, like, how much my screen time is, just because I'm curious, because, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I, I don't think I'm addicted. I'll pop up on Facebook every once in a while and Instagram a lot of times for business stuff Mm -hmm. 
But still, I was curious because every once in a while, like if I'll find myself not doing anything, that'll be my default is like checking the phone, seeing what's going on. So right, it's like that instant gratif- that, you yeah. Know, yeah. gratification sort at, of thing. Yeah, at the very least, it kind of reminds you that this is an easy kind of pacifier mm-hmm. um, to to grab onto if you're stressed or bored or like me not not doing anything. Um, so I mean, at the very least. That's good. It's always a good reminder, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, uh, if you feel like you're leaning on something too much to get away from it and uh, do something else. But, uh, but yeah, the, so, the the format of the movie, you know, it's it's basically uh, industry insiders that uh, help to create a lot of uh, apps like Twitter, Facebook, Google, um, Reddit, Reddit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they come on and they talk about how they created these uh, apps what their intent was uh, positive negative or indifferent and how it how they feel it has affected society more so negative they, they do get a little bit into the positivity which there's positivity i know egypt had a major uh revolution three four years ago and a lot of it was done on facebook so it does have there have been positive ramifications from social media but there's also been negative stuff they talked about Oh my goodness! I'm not gonna be able to. Uh, I, I believe it was a Asian country that Facebook was used as basically a way for people to uh, facilitate a genocide against um, Islamic people in the country. That's just the worst interpretation of the information. I just don't remember all the specifics off the top of my head. Basically, we're saying. It's done some good stuff, but also it has been a vehicle for some really terrible things. So they talk about that, but then in between these experts, like bringing really insightful information, behind the scenes information, they have a dramatization of this this you know basic American family. It's got a mom and a dad who are you know on social media. It's got an older daughter who isn't into cell phones because she's a real Zoe Deschanel or whatever, <laughs> uh, and a real rebel. And uh, there's a high school age son um, who ends up who ends up kind of getting uh, radicalized yeah. by it after a girl breaks up with him. It's very tenuous. And by radicalized, he basically goes to a uh, a protest uh, just to kind of check it out, and then he gets arrested because a cop it gets violent, and a cop tries to arrest a guy, but ends up like grabbing him yeah. yeah and the same thing happens to the older daughter like that part i didn't get because like protests aren't bad inherently it's no. not bad to protest if you feel that it's something that needs to be addressed and your voice needs to be heard that's good that's you know that's what our uh, major piece of what our country is built upon so that was weird mm-hmm. it's like oh if you if you're watching too many instagrams you'll end up a well, you know, what, protester. what did they say? There was a line in there that I thought was really cool. It was, um, oh gosh, what was it? Something about if you, uh, can't think of it. Because um, I think I mentioned it to you as we were watching it. I'm like, yeah. wow, that's kind of powerful. Like you don't know, you wouldn't make necessarily make decisions. Oh, yeah. Um, the the it? yeah the the apps and the technology is designed to make you make decisions you wouldn't otherwise make on your own yes is that what you're talking yeah, about yeah 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 yeah. Yep. yeah um yeah yeah the the 
you know, it's designed to influence what you're doing. You know, that's the whole addictive nature of it. You know, if you didn't have the cell phone or the app loaded up, you wouldn't otherwise reach to your phone to double check what's, you know, see if you got likes on Facebook. And then also, you know, it goes into YouTube and how that algorithm is designed to keep you coming back. That's And it can predict your... Yeah. And that's what they're all designed for yeah. is to keep you coming back because that's how they... That's how they make money, you know, from ad revenue is to keep you coming back. So if you're going down a, an extreme uh, political rabbit hole one way or the other, um, it'll keep you going down that because it's saying, oh, well, this person likes this, this conspiracy theory. Let's keep throwing that conspiracy theory in front of them so they keep watching. Mm-hmm. Then you think that's, you know, everybody's worldview or... Yeah, because I think the moment you click on that, yeah. then the algorithm's like, oh, he's interested. Yeah. And so you're not thinking, oh, this could be false. You think right. it's true because you see it more and more and more. They brought up flat earthers a lot, which, yeah. It's people, so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that part I get. I don't think they needed the dramatization of a kid showing up at a protest. Like, no, I, no. Yeah. I mean, they, I guess they had to kind of tie in the dramatization. And But the, the best part of the dramatization was they're the youngest person in the family was a you know maybe 14 year old girl mm-hmm. and she posted something and a girl made fun of her and it talked about the extremely detrimental effect social media has on uh, younger girls specifically suicide rates going up um that was that was the most effective use of that dramatization part i thought mm-hmm. but i just didn't think the dramatization was necessary i feel like they thought there's all this you know, technological mumbo jumbo talk and people are going to get bored. So let's throw in this. And I, I feel, I don't know. I feel like that's talking down to your audience. I don't think you need that. Mm-mm. I didn't think so. Even if it was only like a 45 minute documentary, a 45 minute documentary with incredibly useful information, powerful statistics is that just as to anybody yeah, who'd watch it. Like, you know, just as good as an hour and a half long. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there was some, we're not, we're, uh, we're just a couple of dipshits from Colorado. We don't know <laughs> how those things work. If you need to have it be a certain length of time to be considered for certain categories or awards or whatever. So maybe they felt like they needed to get it that long. Yeah. Maybe they're even planning for a theatrical release or something before COVID hit. I, I just, that, that part turned me off. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, it definitely wasn't bad. Uh, the only reason I'm, I gave it like the kind of watch it, like 10, you know. Yeah, maybe watch it, maybe don't, is because I think there's other people that are going to watch it and be like, well, yeah, I knew all this. And that's cool. Right. For for people that don't really know, I, I think I said in my little Facebook video, and this is, this is a broad generalization. I don't mean to say that younger people or older people don't know this information. I'm sure there's plenty of people in every generation that know this information. But, you know, maybe if you know somebody in your life, like a 14-year-old kid who's really into tiktok or whatever show it to them wouldn't hurt no you know again it's just kind of well, you uh, just you don't know what you don't know yeah yeah i know i know my parents really liked it i've got cousins and aunts and uncles that really liked it and found it enlightening and there was definitely parts of it that i found extremely enlightening but mm-hmm. generally i kind of i i knew the purpose of the algorithm and you know the the idea is that it's it's not a free service. You, like you are the product, um, because the more you watch, the more they get paid by advertisers. Right. So on and so forth. But yeah, it, it gets into some weeds in some ways that I think is really good and really interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm, excuse me, I got the burps. Um, 
So, next up, uh, I'm sorry, unless you have something else to say about Social Dilemma. No, I, I just, I would recommend everybody to watch yeah. it. Just... It, has, it had the guy we liked in it. Uh, he was, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was in the, the Cali- California Zombie Diet yes. movie. <laughs> That's not the right title, but... Uh, uh, Santa, Santa Clara... Clarita Diet. Something like that, yeah, yeah. Santa Clarita yeah. Diet. He, he's kind of the goofy kid. He's been in some other stuff. Oh, he's so cute. I'm sh- oh, he's in our, our most favorite movie, the uh, book... With don't, the girls. Don't you snap at me. <laughs> <laughs> the book with the girls? The, um, not the bookshelf. The um, Where they're in high school and they start, they dance the, at the beginning. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's What's not, it called? The What is going on with us? We cannot think of anything today. Bookworms? No. Son Ugh. of a bitch. Bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's going to come back to us in a few minutes. But anyways, yeah. I'm sure he's a 32-year-old man that still plays high schoolers. That I that part I found distracting. Otherwise, he is a charming actor. I've got a computer up. We could probably look it up. Um, nope. Okay. We're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. i got a phone, not, too. Not worth it. You'll um, know. I don't have my phone on me. Booksmart. 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 We did it. Oh, my we gosh. We did it, you guys. And you Speaking listen. of, you got to watch it. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so good. Yeah. Anywho. Gold star for you to listen to that. That was bad audio. <laughs> Next up, you should have left. Kevin Bacon, Amanda Seyfried. I already forgot about it because it was so bland. It was not good. Yeah. And again, this Interesting, is... Interesting, but not... Good. It, uh, somebody commented on the little video we made, said, and they said like it was a good idea, but it yeah. just wasn't executed well, which I agree Absolutely with. Absolutely right. And I think it's a good idea because it's been done so many times to such better effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, I told you, uh, there's a book called, uh, I believe it's like a Book of Leaves, something of that effect, something like that, and it's basically a, it's a novel. And you read through it, and then it doesn't, it's not a linear narrative. Like, you bounce back and forth between pages, and then you got to read it upside down, and there's a piece of paper you pull out. Um, and I believe it's it's about this guy who's basically lost in time um, in this home. And, uh, I again, I haven't read it, but that's, I know a lot of people that have read it really liked it. This seemed like that, but lazy. And, again, like, maybe they just wanted to try and make a straight-down-the-middle weird horror movie and pg-13 yeah um so you know so maybe they're just yeah really they could get some teens in the theaters before covid hit again um you know especially if it came out i don't even remember when it came out if it was january or february i think that's when they typically dump like when studios will dump movies they don't really believe in mm. um which this one i i wouldn't be surprised but i just yeah it was so bland. The first 45 minutes, spooky stuff happens in the house, but, like, Kevin Bacon never sees it. So what the hell's the point? Like, he's not... He's getting, like, slightly uncomfortable, but he's not really scared. Well, he had the... What can I say? Yeah, uh, the, yeah, I, I, we're going to do spoilers, spoilers on this podcast. <laughs> if you don't want to listen to this, then pause and go watch You Should Have Left, I suppose. Yeah. No, I think... Um, oh, we got a Cash cameo. Cash, you want to make a cameo real quick? You can say hi into the yeah. microphone. Say hi. Hi. Good job. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, spooky part. There was a spooky part where Kevin Bacon actually saw some ghosts oh, or whatever. Um, well, I think it was mostly like you kind of figured out that something weird was happening. He didn't really. And then besides his dreams were weird, yeah. you know. 
but yeah. I don't I don't know. It just eh. Yeah, I just I mean, I I scare very easily. I'm a big old scaredy puss. And there's a couple like <laughs> type, you know, moments I never of felt Joel, that. The scariest thing was when Amanda Seyfried just admitted immediately that she was cheating on Kevin Bacon and we were both like we both got whiplash. We're like Wait, what? Wait, that was it. That was it? And we had to like check in with each whole, other like, did she just say that she cheated on him? Like, well, the, the whole lead up was like, oh, they have such a great relationship. She's an actress. You know, he's had issues in the past, but he's rich. Apparently. He's got trust issues, but he's working on them. Yeah. Yeah. And they have this daughter and, you know, like their relationship seemed solid. And then from left field, it was him not trusting her. And then clearly for the right reason, because he finds out that she's been She's got a second cell phone, and she's texting with some guy that she cheated on him with. I even looked at you and thought, I don't think this is real. I think this is one of his dreams. Because he's looking through a window, so you think, oh, maybe the the home is, like, making him see things that aren't real. But then he walks out and confronts her, and she's like, oh, yeah, it was that dude in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, so. So weird. And then, yeah, the the relationship just falls apart, and I'm like. But then a matter of, like. 60 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like she had another better movie to make. So she's like, I gotta go. Like, was, I gotta I gotta yeah. go do something more worth my time. Um, so that one, I don't... I mean, I say I don't have a ton to say about it. I feel like I'm talking forever. <laughs> but it, like, the there's a daughter in the movie. Uh, and she's a fine actor. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, talk bad on a young actor. I'm, you know, she was, she was fine. And I'm mm-hmm. sure she'll continue to be a, a great actor but her character was just you know mommy daddy you tell me what's going on so then the audience knows and we can keep this movie going which was weird because she, i think they said she was six i our, think so our son is six and there's no way he would you know sense any type of weird tension yeah. if there was any yeah or like say the things that she had said to her parents right. yeah i yeah, it wasn't believable. To she me. she was written as kind of like, oh, it's a quirky daughter, but she'd be like, you know, she she'd ask questions like, why does everybody hate daddy? Or oh yeah, the one of the earliest ones is dad, you're gonna die before mommy. And I understand that sometimes kids get obsessed with mortality when they're confronted with it, but there's nothing to suggest she was confronted with it early on. Mm-mm. It was just it just reeked of like, oh, they needed to get some stuff out, mm-hmm. like get get some some story beats in. So let's use the little girl and just try and take the hope that the audience picks up on yeah. that she's kind of precocious and weird. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it didn't do it for me. Um, and then since we're going full spoiler town. Yeah. Again, welcome to Spoiler Town USA. <laughs> uh, at the end, like, uh, so basically Kevin Bacon, the daughter, survive a night in the house where things are getting crazy and he's kind of lost in time and he's flashing back and forth. And then Amanda Seyfried shows up later, and he's like, hey, take my daughter. Um, I can't leave. The house won't let me leave. And Amanda Seyfried's understandably like, oh, no, come on, let's just go. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I killed my I killed my first wife. The, yeah. whole, the whole movie they talk about, like, he was accused but acquitted of killing his wife. And then at the end, he's like, oh, yeah, she, she was drinking and mixing pills, and I just let her drown. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll see you guys later. And then it was just kind of done, and I'm... Oh man, just really beginning to end didn't make an impact on me. The only guy I really liked was there was a uh, it takes place in Wales when they're in this creepy house and there's a guy that runs like a general store. Yeah. And anytime you go in to ask for supplies, 
like he just takes too long and that was the only part that i kind of chuckled at mm-hmm. like, oh, this guy's kind of fun i like him yeah, like, well, it seemed like everybody in the village knew what happens with that house yeah but yeah and they're like the keepers of the house or something it's, it's but like, then they didn't, they weren't willing to help and they just wanted to know if they were staying there that and... was just lazy too it wasn't executed well i didn't think no, it, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They didn't even really explain that mm-hmm. uh, how they became how they came to know this, right? Right. And what their part in this was. It was just yeah. more so. No, I'm not going to help you. It's not. It's not my issue to. Yeah. You know, say you live or die or whatever. But it's not explained why. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't they just be like, you know, like a a different horror movie trope is, you know, don't don't go to that house, don't stay in that house. Instead, they're just like. You're like oh the there? the house picks people and we stay out of it. It's like well then why are you even there? Yeah. And what's the only point is to have a little bit of a creepy moment, but it's again so I weird. I felt like it was just kind of half baked and who knows maybe the studio got involved and just like cut the movie up and tore it to pieces, trying to get something else done. I I don't know. I have no idea. Didn't care for it. Yeah. Let's go on to a good movie that we did care for. Yes. Which last last night right? Yep. We watched Phantasm. Folks. From the 70s. Boys and girls. So fun. Everybody. It's a blast. If you go in expecting just goofy shit and not much of a story, well, and if you understand, hold on to your butts. Like the 1970s, 1980s like horror era. Do we understand 1970s and 1980s horror? Compared to today, mm. absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I mean compared to other people. Like if you've only ever watched, um, you know, horror movies made after the 90s. You know, you kind of have an idea. But yeah, like... I, I can see some people watching this and saying, oh, I was kind of stupid. Yeah. Because, you know, you kind of have to take it for what it is from yeah. that time. Well, and I'm, I'm imagining it's similar to, like, Hellraiser and Pumpkinhead and some other movies of that era that were indie films. Didn't have a ton of funding. Um, so, like, some of the acting is really bad, but in a fun, charming way. Uh-huh. And... Like, there's not great effects, you know. That's fine. They're, they're it, just it all, silly. It all makes sense in the context of this film. From pretty much from moment one, you're like, oh, it's oh, like there's there's kind of jarring ADR. Like there's a lot of scenes where they're just going from one place to the other, and then they just recorded the actors being like, oh boy, so we're going here now, huh? And the other actors like, yeah, we're going here because of this, and they're like, here we go. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> It's like, oh, so you didn't record a scene for that, and you realize that, like, you needed a reason they're getting from A to B, or it was cut or something. Like, right. the movie is a, it's just a fun mess. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I, I don't, I don't know that it won any awards. I, I think I was telling you the reason that I think that it spawned four or five sequels is because the tall man, who's the main antagonist in the movie, just has such a cool look. And his his name's like, oh, he's got the coolest name. Um, Angus, didn't you say? Yeah, is his real name? Angus something, and just he's cool as hell. And uh, if you haven't seen the movie, he's got these little like balls that just fly on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably have a name if you've seen the sequels. We haven't, so we don't know. Right. Um, don't Oops. at me. And uh, they they just fly around on their own, and then. Uh, they like hunt they hunt a person so for example it sticks in this guy's head in the movie with these little two like knife things that come out and it looks like the knife things will just burrow into his like hit him in the head and he'll be dead no 
they like hold the thing there and then it drills into his skull in between his eyes and then on the opposite side of the ball it just starts spraying blood out <laughs> and so it's like it's like pumping blood from his head in a single stream of oh blood. it's so cool it's so it's funny. such a fun idea like I, I just wonder if the uh, writer, the creator of the movie, just, like, had a weird... Maybe he ate, like, a weird ham sandwich and had a nightmare and, like, half this stuff came out. Cause, and, again, we're getting into spoilers here. The, so, the general story is, uh, basically, people die in this town and there's a really weird um, funeral funeral keeper whatever yeah he runs like the the cemetery and uh a kid like sees him doing some weird shit like uh, after a funeral um he lifts up the casket by himself yeah when it took like to six grown house. men to, to carry it and he just picks he you know he macho man randy savages it into the uh into the hearse and so he's like that's weird and there's just kind of weird stuff going on and uh yeah come to find out that the uh this this uh, funeral homekeeper, the tall man, is killing people in town, and then he's somehow <laughs> this is really fun. He's somehow squishing them down to be like three feet tall. For some reason, they're slaves on another planet. Yeah. So the tall man apparently is like an interplanetary being that is then killing people, squishing them down real small. Oh yeah, squishing them down small, shipping them to his planet because they have to be small because of the gravity. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a scientist. Oh yeah, he's, the kid says. Uh, oh, because of the gravity and the heat. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that makes. A I'm, lick not, of I'm sense. not sure that's. I'm not sure that's a thing. But I haven't. I. I don't know. Uh, who. Who knows? Who, who knows and who cares? Because that's fun. Like, I'm not gonna be like. Oh yeah, I saw that in the, you know, the J.J. Abrams horror movie last year. Some dude killing guys and shrinking them down small mm-hmm. and you know to take them to their planet to be slaves. Like that's a fun weird idea. Um, oh, and I brought up J.J. Abrams because apparently J.J. Abrams was part of the remastered cut. I mm. thought it looked, it looked great. Yeah, it looked really I'm, good. I'm sure the original cut is is pretty rough. Um, but can I get into? Can I go back to Spoiler Town? Yeah. I took a detour, but then I decided to cut back because I forgot my wallet. Um, <laughs> so they it's it's a it's two brothers, older brother, younger brother. Younger brother is following older brother around anywhere because he's sure he's gonna leave him because their parents died. I think yeah. I explained it with about as much sense as the movie did. Uh-huh. Um, come to find out at the end of the movie, after they quote unquote kill the tall man, is it was all a dream. The young kid, the the, the older brother died. In a car accident? Yeah. Or yeah. And it's so, so funny. It's like the, the best buddy in the movie. Like at the end, um, he's like explaining to him like, no, your older brother died. He's like, I can never take Jody's place. But I'm going to try. God damn it, I'm going to try. And he's, and God bless him. He's a, I, I thought he was one of the more fun parts of the movie, the, the best buddy actor. But it's just, he's just got this long ponytail. He's just a. He's an ice cream man with he, an ice he's cream a, He's truck. a funny, he's a funny guy. Yeah. And then, uh, so it turned out it was all a dream. But then main kid goes up to his bedroom and then the tall man's there and he gets pulled through a mirror. Oh. A mirror a window into hell. Yeah. And so at the end, you're like, I don't know what any of that was, but it was just a just a ton of fun. Yeah, there were just some parts in there that just made you giggle. Yeah. You know, I don't I yeah. don't think it was necessarily scary in any way, shape, or form. No, no. At all. 
but it was just funny to see, yeah. you know, back in the day what they did for gory and scare yeah. tactics. And yeah, it's it's not a movie where like you watch it if you want to get scared. You watch it to have a good time. Yeah, like it's it's not, and it's good because it's not something popular that's popular now is like making a bad movie purposefully. There was one called like The Birds or something. Not not the Alfred Hitchcock, a newer one. Of course, The Room is a well known. Mm-hmm. He says that he made it as the the creator said that he made it as a comedy but really he just made a bad movie and now a lot of people are trying to make purposefully bad movies this isn't that like this i still think is a good movie it's just it's a flawed movie but the flaws i think add to the quality of the movie well you said it right they it's don't very detract charming. it it's incredibly charming you know yeah um i oh man that's that's been my highlight so far mm-hmm. and i'm sure i think we're gonna watch the movies that are gonna beat it but uh, so far, like that one's been a blast. Um, I watched the the most recent Hellraiser recently, but I was kind of multitasking, um, so I wouldn't mind watching that one again. That again, same era of film, more or less. Um, so we'll see. But uh, we haven't watched it yet. Again, we're recording on a Sunday tonight. We're gonna watch Stigmata, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen since yeah, like late teens, mid teens. Have you ever seen it? Never. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to really talk about it. I think it's going to age poorly (laughs) and it's not going to be great, but I'm probably going to like give it a better review than you will just because of the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm looking forward to getting into something that I, I watched a bunch as a kid for, I don't know why I watched this a bunch as a kid. I'm not like, I didn't grow up Catholic. Your your brother has been a really big fan for a long time, I feel like. But this, yeah, I mean, yes, you're absolutely right. But this isn't like a good horror movie quote unquote like i mean granted on that point my brother made me watch the made for tv it which i think you can argue the nostalgic factor sure like i still like it because of the nostalgic factor but it's not good like it's really bad the first yeah yeah but i mean then again my brother was really into good horror um you know the thing um just kind of i mean not not so much classic horror but you know he liked to watch Poltergeist, I would say solid horror movies. I don't think this is that. I think time has forgotten this movie. Mm. So I'm, I'm excited to, to kind of dust it off and see if it was good or wasn't bad. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. We're planning on Sundays to do, like, religious-themed horror movies. Um, and I've been kind of toying around with other ideas of other themes for days. Um, my brother, his name's Dylan, great guy. If you're listening, Dylan why but hi (laughs) (laughs) really selling this but uh um we're asking him to just tell us what to watch on wednesdays because he has a really fun um wide breadth of film knowledge Mm -hmm. um and so just kind of asking him to help us out and just send us curveballs because we've had people ask us to do the like the classics like halloween and stuff which i think we'll do a few but I mean, most people have seen them, and it's mm-hmm. not like we're going to really bring any... We're not going to shed any light on them, I don't think. So yeah, we'll I do, think I'd, like, I'd rather you know watch movies that I haven't seen before. Yeah. Well, we'll throw in the occasional movies. Halloween or Friday the 13th. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get get much further than that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do we want to uh, pause for a second? For, for our sponsors, hopefully. <laughs> but, uh... Still, yeah. All yeah. Right. We're back. And we're back. Hi. We're back, folks. Thanks for sticking around. Yeah. So we got through 
at least my expectations of Stigmata. Um, there was one movie we watched before uh, hor- uh, October started that I think we probably should have waited on. Um, okay, it's, we'll talk about it now. Yeah, it's called Tenebrae. It's a, uh, a Italian horror movie from 1981, and it is crazy. <laughs> so... It's crazy. Uh, <sighs> Dario Argento is the filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, he did uh, Suspiria. He's done some other... I, I'm not really familiar with his work, um, but another thing I'm into is I listen to a ton of podcasts because um, I'm just so interesting. And uh, <laughs> one I listened to is Too Scary Didn't Watch. These three women uh, watch horror movies. Usually one is the brave one, and I'll watch it and explain it to the, the other two uh, hosts. They used to have guests on before COVID, but it's just it's a lot of fun uh, to, to kind of go through the movie again through their eyes and their because they, they just pick up on so much stuff that I never picked up on. And they actually do research, which maybe I'll do someday. But they did Tenebrae, and I always try to watch the movie before listening to the podcast, and it was just weird. Weird and wild. Like, it's another one kind of similar to the Phantasm that I think, I think if you if you consider yourself kind of a horror movie buff, it's it's absolutely worth watching. Mm-hmm. It's it's on uh, the service Shudder, uh, and it's, it was, it was very 80s, I guess, uh, we talked about the music because the music is just very unique. It's not really either of our styles of music, but it was done by uh, this band called The Goblins, who I think did a few or did music for a few uh, of his movies. Anybody that knows all this stuff, like, try not to be mad at me. I don't know what I don't know. We're learning together. Uh, but The Goblins, I believe they also worked on the soundtrack for Suspiria, and they're kind of well-known as kind of an Italian um, disco maybe disco punk kind of style. Yeah, I guess and, that. Like, the music was, again, extremely unique, mm-hmm. which novelty isn't everything to me, but I do think that it's, it just, it added to, I don't think it detracted from the movie, I think it added to the movie. Yeah. You agree? Almost, uh, I mean, I, I could kind of put it on the same realm as Drive that had some really interesting mm. music that really added to the movie. Yeah, yeah, I feel like Drive was just kind of right before everything went 80s. Yeah. Or maybe right at the forefront of the whole 80s boom that we're still living in where everything, like if anything is a uh, an IP, if it's not something that's already known, it's got to be said in the 80s because mm-hmm. of Stranger Things, which I love. But oh, I love Stranger yeah, Things, yeah. But now like everything is strange or everything is 80s, just mm-hmm. like everything with zombies. Um, so, but I don't think we're going to gonna go into too much detail about Tenebrae. It's a... Kind of a slasher film mystery who done it, but I felt it was very predictable, which I so? kind of liked about it. Yeah, I, I, I'll say I didn't. Well, I guess some parts were more predictable yeah. than others. I, I guess. don't think I guess who the killer is, but I rarely ever do. I kind of try to just watch the movie and not try to predict things. Mm-hmm. But uh, not to say that that's what you're doing. It probably just came to you. And it was, um, wasn't until really the later part of the movie yeah yeah Yeah. um yeah again a lot of i would say bad acting oh my gosh the acting from the the ladies which i'm sure was a very 80s thing yeah but it just made you laugh so so much with how they draw just 
dramatized the yeah. whole screaming and it felt like some scenes just went on and on and on right. you know yeah oh yeah just a lot of long long cuts but yeah. uh so that that podcast i listened to again too scary didn't watch is fantastic um if they listen to this why but thank you you make a fun podcast but they also talked about um there's a, uh, a significant female protagonist in the movie. She's like the main guy's assistant, I believe. That, if I'm getting my people right, which I'm not going to research it, I believe that was uh, the, the director, Dario Argento's wife. Interesting. And she was likable, but her acting was not good. <laughs> I, I don't think it was good. And that all makes sense yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again like i think that's that, that was kind of part of the charm of the movie is there was some very stilted uh you know uh, just tight performances mm-hmm. um but then there were some others that were that were really fantastic and over the top it which, did kind of put somebody on a, like the main guy on a pedestal because i felt like he was yeah. probably the best actor which maybe he was the most well known at the time yeah like, um his manager who I believe was the dad in Nightmare Before Nightmare on Elm Street. He's also a, a really, I thought he did a good job and was a well-known actor. But yeah, the the main guy. Um, he was just like levels above everybody else. I felt. Yeah, he he was really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's what we got for your Tenebrae. Like that's that's just a little bonus for you. Um, highly recommend watching Tenebrae and Phantasm. Phantasm. And maybe Social Dilemma, if you don't know much about social media. Mm-hmm. Um, those are good ones. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, that's the first batch of our, like, horror movie watching thing this October. Uh, like I said, we got Stigmata coming up tonight. We don't really have a set schedule yet. We, we're probably going to work on that later today for Next the week. upcoming week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we might try to do themes, but then again, we might not. We might just kind of keep it loosey-goosey mm-hmm. and watch what we want to watch. We've gotten a ton of fun recommendations from people that we're going to try and pepper in here and there. Um, if it's ones that like maybe we've watched recently or we've watched a bunch. We probably won't watch may, it. Yeah, may or may not. Unless we really love it and we, want, we love talking about it. Yeah, yeah somebody brought up one. Like, I don't think that we'll watch Shaun of the Dead. No, but I love Shaun of the Dead. It's so good, but we watched it so a time. Good. Yes. So if nothing else, if there's something like that, we might try and find a a similar movie that we could watch that we're mm-hmm. not too familiar with. Try and do some a little bit of research, and yeah, we want to get a just a ton of variety in there. Modern, classic, uh, you know, films in the U.S., films from around the world. Um, I might break my rule of not watching something I've watched recently and, and put in a Jordan Peele movie or maybe see if there's another uh, uh, black-directed uh, film. Mm-hmm. Like, Tales from the Hood would be fun. I've been thinking about that one. I like anthology films, too. So yeah. maybe we'll throw that in there. Uh, if you have any recommendations, you can email us at lifewellspent at yahoo.com. And uh, anything else you're looking forward to this week coming up this week um honestly making the list of what we're gonna watch i think we have to do that later today and this has been a lot of fun yeah uh you know it's just kind of something we're farting around with and having a good time same thing with this podcast you know we're not expecting anything out of it other than 
me and you getting together and having a cocktail like we're doing just now. Just talking about movies yeah. and media because it's so a, fun. I feel like that's such a like yeah. prominent thing in both of our lives growing up is watching shows and movies and TV in general yeah, that absolutely. it's just fun to, to talk about. So yeah. if you listen to this one and you're like, yeah, it's not for me, we're not going to be offended. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Really, yeah. it's just for us. <laughs> life is short. We're all going to be dead someday. Like, you know, listen is, to something this else. This is our life well spent. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, and that being said, if there's anything you think we could do to improve it or, you know, I mean, I'll admit it right now, we're recording on one microphone yep. and just kind of making the best of it. You know, we'll probably probably going to upgrade some equipment down the road but yeah any any pointers any tips anything you'd like us to do would be cool october is going to be over you know on november 1st not sure what we'll do then if we're just going to kind of keep talking about media that we're into or if we might try and kind of keep a theme going each month uh we may not watch a movie every day yeah so that'd be a lot but you know if we want to you know Maybe shows that are super, you know. Yeah, if December we watch like Hallmark movies, like maybe one or two Hallmark movies a week oh, that we man. can talk about. I know. I don't know why I set myself up for <laughs> why that. Why would you say Hallmark? I don't, I don't like Hallmark movies. Maybe holiday movies, yes. Yeah. Hallmark, maybe yeah. once every. I just can't get into yeah. them. They're kind of corny for me. But uh, yeah. maybe that's why we should watch maybe, them. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't the know. yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to watching some bad horror movies this uh, you know this October. Uh, other things I'm looking forward to this upcoming week. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a fun week. We're mm-hmm. going to have a good time. Just, this is, I'm dreading it. Something I'm not looking forward to this upcoming week is our son um, has a little bit of a seizure disorder. So we're getting him in to have a, a an EEG done. And in order to do that, they want him to sleep in the EEG machine. So he's got to be somewhat sleep deprived. And Which so, will be interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to have to keep up a six-year-old boy until like midnight or 1 a.m. And then probably get him up at 5 or 6 a.m. And try to keep him awake until we get, uh, you know, down to the children's hospital that we're taking him to, which is 45 minutes away. So if you pray, pray for us. <laughs> you know, Send good vibes. Yeah. Give us tips if you've done it before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Really not looking forward to it. But... Looking forward to watching more horror movies with you, honey. Yeah, same. This, was, this is a ton of fun. Oh, you know what? Something I'm looking forward to. Uh, our friends, Mitch and his wife, Tara, they're uh, they're out on a road trip, and mm-hmm. they're letting us watch their dogs. Labradoodles. And, oh, it's the best. They're so cute. Ash and Ember, and we love our dogs. We got two dogs. We got two cats. And our dogs aren't, like, super cuddlers. They, they'll they'll get into it every once in a while, but not, not really. Like, Ash and Ember, like, they... They love they the cuddle. Cu- they cuddle deep. Like they, <laughs> they will find a way to, you know, get under your arm or and get on your neck. They stay in the bed all oh, night. Man. It's so it's, cute. It's been a ton of fun. Yeah. So looking forward to more Ash and Ember time. And I think that's all we got for you this week. Uh, again, that uh, email address is lifewellspent at yahoo.com. Uh, we're just figuring out how to do podcasts. So we're going to try and get this out to as many platforms as possible if you find us feel free to subscribe that might help us who, who the hell knows, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> uh, if you want to tell people about it if you think it'd be fun to tell them about it cool if not you know totally fine we got day jobs and we enjoy them so yeah yeah uh anyways appreciate you hanging out with us it's been a blast we hope uh you'll catch up with us next sunday hopefully we'll yeah. drop this we don't even know if we're gonna drop this today we're we're gonna work on it but anyways uh, love you guys. We don't have a sign out. What should our sign out be? 
Thanks for listening to Life Well Spent. Oh, Amber and we got to we got to do something more fun than that. <laughs> yeah, might have to uh, think about it. Get up on our level, nerds. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Came out aggressive. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.